0: Welcome back to Rewilding for Women, where we talk about and go into practices to open up to the fullness of self. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding for Women, and now Rewilding for Men and Women, uh, which is pretty wild. This particular episode is... It's juicy. It's potent. It was requested um, by a few women who were just on a retreat with me in Australia. And it's kind of the cutting edge stuff that I typically only talk about in person on retreats um, with women who have really said yes to the big journey of going into self and opening up to fullness and kind of doing what it takes to get there. Um, But it felt right. Uh, So when they asked if I could do this particular topic on a podcast, my whole system kind of lit up like, oh, perfect. This will be the first podcast topic back. Uh, I know I've been offline for a little while. It's been wild, the amount of retreats that have been going on. Um, But we'll be starting to get back to a bit of a more regular routine coming up here. We've got a few more retreats in Australia to get through, um, and then off to America um, for some more in-person workshops, retreats, and mystery schools starting, which is pretty exciting. Um, If you are not a Rewilding subscriber, do so. We send our astrology report only to our subscribers um, it's kind of our little gift of saying like hey thanks for thanks for being with us thanks for being part of rewilding so we don't post that anywhere it goes out the first right around the first of every month um, so if you just go to rewildingforwomen.com and subscribe there you'll get that plus you'll get lots of discounts bonuses offers um, and just some like extra little content that we only that we only share with our subscribers. So if rewilding resonates with you and you want to get a little bit closer to the work, a little bit more into the fullness of self, (laughs) um, I invite you to find us on the website and subscribe. Also potentially join our Facebook group, which is about 30,000 members now. I don't know how that happened, um, but that's another way. So just do a search rewilding for women on Facebook and request to join and we'll get you in. All right. Enough of me rambling on. Um, Enjoy this really intense, wild (laughs) podcast. Huge love to you. I wanna do some experiential stuff. So I don't just wanna talk about things, I also wanna give us a practice, at least a practice to start to open to the dark masculine or start to understand dark masculine, start to feel how that relates to us. Okay, so with that, I would love for us to breathe while I drum. So as a way to open self and as a way to authentically feel what's true for us. So this is an invitation to not just kind of cognize what I'm talking about, or intellectualize what I'm talking about. It's a way to feel from a more intuitive, wiser woman self, right? That's part of what rewilding is about, is opening up to more intuitive self. Um, So I'm gonna invite you to just breathe as I drum. It won't be long, but it's just a breath. And just also feel, what does drum bring up for you? What does it stir within? Does it stir anything within? Does it open anything within? What does the drum bring up? This is an ancient women's instrument. It was used actually outlawed for its transformative potency yeah so it was taken away in many 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 cultures because it was known to be so incredibly transformative so potent so able to take us into other parts of self open and awaken us to more of our power more of authenticity more of self and For those of you who, this might be your first time live, you may not even know what the hell rewilding is. How wild is that? We have this group of 30,000 women, and some of them don't even know what the hell rewilding for women is. They've just found the group, and I think that's so beautiful and amazing, Um, and this will hopefully give a taste to some of the women who've never, uh, might not know. Like I just stumbled upon this thing, and it sounded cool, which... If that was the case, you're not alone. That's a lot of women's journey. Okay, so breathing and feeling. Feeling deep into the belly, like deep into the guts, deep into the core, like feeling the core, feeling the core. Celine, that's a great question. What is the dark masculine? Mm, Dark masculine would be like the dude in 50 shades of gray is a face of the dark masculine face of the dark god right one of those archetypal aspects that we don't talk about that we oftentimes feel is taboo we crave it many of us um, many of us women crave the dark masculine the bad boy right like it's kind of that bad boy archetypal energy uh, that very powerful archetypal energy, or we fear it. So there's often this like craving, yet fearing this dark masculine. And I want to talk about it because it's pretty potent in our society. Uh, a sadist <laughs> is dark masculine. And so there's a healthy dark masculine and an unhealthy dark masculine. Just like there's a healthy dark goddess and there's an unhealthy dark goddess, right? So when I talk about these, these archetypal energies, gosh, I just want to drum for us. I want to keep drumming, but I won't. Um, give me a second to just set this down so when we start to hi michelle i'm so glad you're here Um, so when we start to talk about these archetypal energies what i'm pretty fired up about is that in our society we're starting to come to a place where we're opening up to dark goddess energy we're coming to a place where it's okay for us to start to open up to medicine woman right? Or Hecate type energy, right? Like that medicine woman, that, that almost like witch, like the witch stuff is coming up to the surface. I know there was a book written on witch and there's all this, um, like shamanic stuff coming up to the surface. Some of the things that were more hidden in the feminine, which hidden can refer to dark. So that's kind of how I see it is hidden is dark. So it's kind of hidden. It's in the shadows Um, Not necessarily shadow, so we don't have to go to shadow, like specific shadow work, but hidden, buried, and and what's coming up to the surface and what I'm watching collectively and what a lot of women I'm talking with and a lot of women in circles and rewilding circles are talking about is this. How is it that it's okay for us to start going into the dark goddess which there seems to be this like cool thing now, um, which is great because we—it's time that we open up these realms of self. They're just parts of self. They're very powerful, juicy, potent, gorgeous, gifted parts of self. How is it that it's okay for us to start to open up to those hidden parts of the feminine, but it's not yet okay to open up to those parts of the masculine? That's what I want to talk about. So. When I talk about dark goddess, it's archetypes like Lilith, archetypes like Medusa, archetypes like Hecate, Kali, Black Madonna, Black Tara, Durga, do any of these ring a bell? So if these kind of start to ring, ring a bell or they start to ring true, you can kind of start to feel that it's kind of acceptable to at least start to talk about them, go into the myths of them, start to feel them in ourselves, you can kind of see dark goddess is opening and awakening in our society. So you can see it in some of those you could see it in some of the roaring feminist stuff that's come through, which, amen, that had to happen. Dark goddess demands equality, demands equality, right? Lilith was Adam's first wife before Eve came along, demanded equality. What these dark goddesses hold, um, hold as kind of similarities so they all have a different Shakti, right? So all of these, these are just parts of self. So when I talk about archetypal energy, it's a part of self. It's a thread of Shakti. It's a thread of the fullness of your life force. And our aim at rewilding, like what it is that we do, is we are opening up to our fullness. Opening up to allness. I want to open up to my full potential. All parts of myself. I don't want to hide things. I don't want to repress things. Because when I do I'm unconsciously creating things in my life that I don't want to create or I'm unconsciously sabotaging that which I'm desiring. Does this make sense? I'm hoping that you're still with me. So I kind of want to just give us this bit of a foundation before I dive into what's going to be pretty controversial and will probably piss a lot of people off. Um, So we're starting to open up to all parts of self now. The parts of the feminine that are not super acceptable in society are oftentimes the dark goddess or just the hidden parts, right? So if you think about the emotions that are accepted in society for the feminine, it's 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 kind of like the feminine. You feel into the feminine and you sort of feel, okay, soft, gentle, gentle. Um, Loving, the mother is acceptable, nurturing, emotional, like emotional as in like can be tearful, but then you start to feel into this like roaring bitch. And that's not super acceptable in our society yet. It's getting, it's getting there, right? And that's part of the dark goddess. Part of the dark goddess brings incredibly strong boundaries, which can often be perceived as the roaring bitch. So when we feel into these archetypal energies or parts of self, what we want to do is feel into what state is that particular energy in for us? What is my relationship to that? And opening to that, will that then open me to more of my fullness? Will it then allow me to access more of my juice, more of my potency, more of my truth? They are also incredibly potent truth-filled, big mama, dark goddesses, right? Like we talk about wild woman, and a lot of women are like, yeah, I wanna go into the wild woman archetype. What is the wild woman archetype? Here, here, this is part of the wild woman archetype. We don't get to be fully wild or fully free until we work with these aspects of self, right? We just don't get to. You're never fully liberated, or fully you, until these are open. Because there is a fierceness to them. There is a, this is me, this is who I am, and I don't care what you all think, right? I am now strong enough to stand up to societal norms, to old family patterning, to shitty preconceived notions about how i should be living my life or what success is or psychic goo that i've absorbed from the collective until we work with that we're kind of locked up in some ways so the gift of working with the dark goddess is this liberation of this is who i am right it's it's absolute liberation, um, brainwashing and conditioning, Rebecca, hell yeah, sister, right? Like it's that, it's like, what have I absorbed that is not totally 100% authentic to my heart, right? What is not totally authentic to my soul's purpose, my mission, my path on this planet? What is it? What is the, what are the false masks I'm wearing? What, what, what are the, the pretend suits that I'm putting on every day? right? What is, that, what is the role that I've just fallen into and I have forgotten about all other aspects of self? So that's the gift. That's part of the gift of the dark goddess is just this fierce ability to stand up and to flush out anything that is not your deepest truth, your deepest authentic self. Right. That's the that's part of the gift of the dark goddess. So doing any kind of archetypal work with the dark goddess will start to open those aspects. So in rewilding, right? It's we do physical meditations, we do shamanic practices, we do tantric practices, we do archetypal practices, we work with the astrology, um, we do passive meditations, we do journaling, we do breath work, we do a billion different things. To open to these realms that are oftentimes hidden, so you can feel into how how fully in your pow- in in her power is your mother, how fully in her power is are the women you stand around, right? Like how how fully can we be? How how strong are we in that, right? How can I stand up to? society pushing against me even though this is who I am who I want to be that's the gift of the dark goddess that's that's the gift I mean that's part of why working with her she's also a spiritual enlightener spiritual opener depending on which particular thread of the dark goddess you're working with like Sha- like um Kali Kali will cut away any ego bullshit right? She will cut away anything that's stopping you from connecting to your highest light, from connecting into grace, right? From connecting into the divinity and self. That's part of the gift of Kali. So all of these dark goddesses, sexual awakenings, Medusa and Lilith are incredible archetypes for healing a woman's sexual self. He- healing opening and awakening to the fullness of sexuality Ooh, i'm going on low battery this is going to be interesting so i'm going to keep this short okay so now we've talked about the dark goddess and the gifts of the dark goddess and it's almost like yep yeah, okay it's, it's cool for us to start to go into there into that what about the energy that polarizes that in our society where are we with that Where are we with that? So if this is the energy of the feminine that opens and awakens to truth, to big truth, to big, clean power, to big, clean purity, potency, truth, right? Truth and the ability to stand strong in your truth and who you authentically are. What about that aspect in the masculine? What about it? What, what about that aspect in the masculine? Where are we with that? How much are we in our society allowing the masculine to stand in his full potency, his full power? Where is that? Where is that? Um, and I know this is a tough conversation to have. It's, it, it's, it's, it, it's going to piss off a lot of fem feminist it's, it's, it, it might rub you the wrong way. Um, what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling and conversations that are happening is <sighs> there has been such a shutdown of raw, authentic, masculine potency. A shutdown that started to happen when We started to balance the scales out, which needed to happen. We needed to balance the scales out because the patriarchy, the masculine, was overrunning, overpowering the feminine. So we started to balance out the scales. But what I'm seeing now is that there are certain aspects or threads of Shakti or expressions in the masculine that are suddenly totally being shut down and repressed. You can kind of feel this in the emasculation of men. So if you feel into, this is so hard to talk about because we have so many defenses around this and so many protections around this and I have to really try to get around all of that. So if we start to feel into hmm, a man that you love deeply, so first just feel into, this will be our practice for the day, A man that you love deeply, it could be a son, it could be an uncle, it could be a father, it could be partner, it could be an ex, it could be a a man friend. So just feeling into a man, feeling into a man, a man, and, and feeling into the love that you have for this man, so feeling into the love you have for this man, and now feeling into what it is that you would want for him. Feeling into, you would probably want him in his fullness. You would probably want this man who you love deeply, you would probably want him to be able to access all of his potency, all of his juice, all of his creative potential, all of his power, all of his life force. Feeling into that man you love, can you feel into wanting that for him, right? Like, I want you to be fully open. I want you to access all parts of self. I want you to be open to your sexuality. Even if it's a little scary to me. Even if it's a little scary to me because for most of us who are feminine, it is scary because it hasn't been clean. It's been distorted and icky and gooey and yucky and we've got so much stuff around this. That's why I'm so carefully trying to walk into this. Um, And I'm loving the hearts. I'm loving that at least, maybe this is kind of coming across at least a little bit. Um, So it's feeling that man that you love and that doesn't scare you, kind of the man that doesn't scare you. So don't let it be the man that you fear. And feeling into, okay, I love you. I want you to be your all. I I want you to be totally open to authentically who you are. Not who I feel comfortable with and I feel safe with. Yeah, this is not easy to start to feel and to own. It's not easy, right? Because there are going to be aspects that that man will open to that are going to scare you, even if this is the safe man. So that's why we're starting here. This is the safe man who you love, right? And you legitimately desire for him to be in his allness and his fullness. But in order for him to come into his allness and his fullness, he has to open to the fullness of his sexuality. He has to open to the fullness of his strength. The fullness of that. The fullness of what he can create in this world, what he can get done, the sheer force that he is. And that can be scary as shit because this over here, this masculine who has opened to his power, we even hear the word power, right? You hear power and you probably go like, yeah, right? And your skin starts to crawl because that power has not been clean power. It has not been heart-connected power. It has been distorted power, right? Does this, I am so hoping I'm making sense. And I see hearts, I know at least Hannah gets it. Um, and, And Miriam, I love this sister. It might not be easy, but it's absolutely what I want for both of us. That's it, that's it. So if we're asking to be held in our allness, right? We're asking that, we're, we're asking that. Like there are so many women that I work with who I just want a man to meet me. I'm, I'm, I want a man to meet me. I want a man to hold me. Where are the conscious men? Where is the man that can hold me? Here's the thing, we have to give them space To open up to all aspects of themselves so they can hold us in all aspects of ourselves. It won't work otherwise. And that's what's happening right now. That's why we're standing in a place as women going, where are the good men? Why does my man not meet me? Why can't he... All that stuff, right? It's because collectively what we're doing is we're saying, your power is bad. Your power is scary. I, this is going to be harsh, I want to diminish your power. I want to diminish your power because it's done bad things to the planet. It's done bad things to the feminine. It's messed up a whole lot of things. You've created some really shitty structures. Yep, you've done some cool stuff, but you've done some really shitty stuff, right? Like, we've got nuclear bombs for fuck's sake. Like, we could destroy ourselves in a heartbeat why did you come up with that? That was really dumb. Anyways, we're, we're at this place of we're, we're pushing it down. Meanwhile, what us women are doing, we're opening up we're, all, we're, we're doing the work to open up to dark goddess, to our full potential, to our full self, right? We're peeling back the layers. We're peeling back the layers that have kept us small. We're peeling back the fact that we're not just wife and mother anymore. Like we want to be in our allness. But what's happening is we're going, yeah, I am woman, hear me roar. I'm gonna open up to my fullness, but your power scares the shit out of me and it's done really bad, nasty stuff. So I'm here in my allness pushing that down going, where are all of the men? Where is all the men? Why is no one able to hold me? Why can't I connect on the deep realms with this man? Why can't he hold me in the bedroom? Why can't he meet me in sex? Why can't he, why can't he, why can't we? And then we have shit like Fifty Shades of Grey that comes out, which is the shittiest book on the planet, the shittiest movie on the planet, but every woman has read it. Every fucking woman on this planet has read or heard of or watched that stupid thing. But it's showing us something. It's showing us something that we're craving. This is the dark masculine. This is the We're craving that. We're, we're hiding it. We're hiding it. We're hiding it. Or we're too scared of it to admit it. Not all of us are craving that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. There are going to be some of us who that just that's just not in us. We don't crave that. But we do crave some aspect of strength in the masculine. We do crave that aspect of, "I hold all of me, be strong, stand up, be a man, right? Be a man, take your balls back. Listen to all these things that we say in our common parlance, like just what, how we say that. And so, so we're pushing this down. We're coming into our fullness. We're pushing this down and we're not able to find or be met or be held because we've just been disempowering, um, emasculating, chopping balls off, whatever we've been doing over here. And then it leaves us with this hidden, it's hidden, this hidden kind of, how am I gonna explain this? It's this hidden desire, this hidden, now I only have 10% of battery, so I really better speed this shit up. This hidden, craving or desire for the, the the masculine to be in his power but it's and it's it's the sex is just one aspect of it so 50 shades of gray is just one one expression of it one aspect of it um, and it's kind of a it's kind of a distorted aspect right like it's a, it's a kind of a distort I'm not saying that every woman wants to be tied up and whipped that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that there's a deep part of us that is craving to be able to fall into our feminine, to be able to open up into our feminine, to be held in our feminine in a safe way. And we're craving for that polarity in our masculine. We're craving that. And it's showing up in these wild, strange ways. It's showing up in the fact that we can't find the men. And so to me... This is probably just intro to dark masculine. Let's do another one next week or the week after, whenever my schedule's not super crazy. But I wanna do a series on the dark masculine because there's so much here. This is, this is like tickling this. We haven't even scratched the surface. We've just like taken a feather and like tickled the surface of what this is. And I'm probably, we're probably gonna lose some women who have loved rewilding in the past because of this topic. And we're probably gonna piss some people off and stir up some shit and that's okay. That's okay. Um, Because I really want to go into this. Um, I really want to start to feel into this. And and what it is that we're not seeing. So what is it that we're not seeing within the dark masculine? I want to talk about the gifts of the dark masculine. There are... We're craving this stuff because there are aspects in the feminine. Just looking at this from a sheer archetypal standpoint or an energetic standpoint or a heart standpoint, heart standpoint, womb, so some of you who are doing womb opening, some of you who are doing sexual awakening, and some of you who are doing heart, love, opening and awakening, only the dark masculine will open certain parts. It's true, I know, that sucks. The scariest part of the masculine, the most power-filled, the wildest, that's wild man. So we're going, hey, it's okay to open to wild woman, not wild man not wild man. And I'm not talking about destructive, distorted wild man, just like I'm not talking about destructive, distorted wild woman, because that's there too, right? We all, we know that destructive, distorted, you haven't done the work yet. The lines aren't clear. You're coming from a rubbly place, right? And you're spewing crap all over. Same with the masculine. When it's distorted, you're making nuclear bombs. You're blowing up the world. You're raping women. I am not talking about that. What I am talking about is this clean, clear, pure power in the masculine. And from this place, what one of their gifts is for us as the feminine, what one, just one, there's a lot more that we'll talk about in the future, deep dives that we're going to do in the next couple of podcasts or live streams. One is that his penetration, his light, his purity, his potency, and his dedication to the feminine will penetrate parts of you that you cannot penetrate. They will penetrate into some of the deepest realms that are holding you back, and that's the gift. Only he can gift that, right? Only he has the stamina and the light to do that, and the love, so this is love. Dark masculine is love. And there is a love for the feminine, a deep respect and honoring for the feminine. This man would do anything for you, anything to open you to more love and more light, anything. He will push you beyond where you're comfortable. That's his gift, right? So you're over here going like, I'm getting scared opening my heart. I'm getting scared opening my heart. He holds that, he holds your emotions, he honors that, and then he brings a little more light into that, right? So then you're like, oh, oh, oh my God. This is new. And then you go, oh, oh, I'm getting scared. I'm getting scared. This is too open. I'm too open. I'm too open. I'm loving too much. I'm loving too much. Oh my God, this is too much bliss. This is too much pleasure, too much orgasm rolling through my body. And he holds. He loves. He's present. He loves. And he penetrates you through this next barrier of yours into, oh, 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 oh. What is this? Oh my God, I had no idea I could be this connected or this in love. Oh my God, I love you. Oh my God, the pleasure. Oh my God, the bliss. Oh my God. Right, that's it. That's, that's it. That's the gift. Like, what? We need to open this. This is why we're all standing here going, where are the men? Where are our men? Why am I not being met? This is why I love Fifty Shades of Grey and I watch all this crap and I read all these stupid books about vampires and blah, 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 right? Because there's there's a taking you to a place that you can't get to, right? We know it. Our bones know it. Our sexuality knows it. Our hearts know it. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be with a man in order to do this. So don't start to get confused, and I'm talking about men and women. This is women with women, this is men with women, this is whatever sort of sexual expression, and it doesn't even have to be a sexual expression. This is, let's say, us working with the archetype of Pluto, right? Let's say you're in a rewilding workshop with me, or you're doing inner circle, and we go into Pluto, and I we bring in, we invite, we invoke deep masculine energy. What does this do? I watch women give birth in Pluto. I watch women have full-body orgasms in Pluto. I watch women let go of sexual shame that they have held for 50 years in Pluto. Sexual healing, sexual awakening, sexual openings. And it's not just sex. It's not just sex. It's love. It's love. He will crack you open to parts that you cannot get into on your own. So either working archetypally with the energy, working in rewilding, working with a partner, working with a woman, working with a man, whatever it is, I don't care, do it. Just do it. I promise you, my friend, your whole life will change. The way that you relate to the whole world will change. The way that you feel bliss, the way that you have sex will change. Your body shape will change, right? You will probably lose weight because the guard will come down, right? So when those deep inner energetics start to shift, the physical has to shift. The physical has to follow. So do the deep work. Get in there. Honor the masculine. Stop fairy flossing around on the surface of crap. Stop pretending like it's just about us feminine awakening. It's the same for our men. It's the same. They, they need to de-rubble just like we do, which means clean out the lines so that we're not in a, in a distorted energy. So it's about let's all open to our fullness and then let's get rid of any of the stuff clogging the line making it distorted so now this is a pure clean heart connected divinely aligned expression of my dark goddess and an expression divinely aligned heart connected of his dark god or her dark god whatever and then then we create from there. We love from there. We open, we awaken each other. We heal from that place. The hidden, the deepest, the most hidden, the most repressed, the hardest shit for us to overcome in our lives. That's the gift. That. That to me is dark God. And hopefully we go into this in the next podcast or the podcast after that or the next live. Um, However, whenever, I have no plans because there's a lot of Um, In-person retreats happening in Australia right now. Um, If this work sings to you, join me in Inner Circle this month. We've just done the dark God. We've just done the dark feminine. It's a way to journey through this stuff so you don't have to question who, what, where, how do I get into this stuff? Yeah. Yeah far out. I'm so grateful. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for co-creating this space. Thank you for being open enough to listen to what might be pushing the boundaries. Thank you for being open enough to at least just hang in and feel into what this might mean for you. Um, so grateful for rewilding, so grateful for all of the women in our big Facebook group, so grateful for all the women in Inner Circle, in Mystery School, on the retreats, in the workshops, um, Just really, really, really grateful. And our podcast listeners, my gosh, absolutely um, love doing this. Love doing this with you. Love holding circle with you. Um, My apologies for not being around for a little while. Uh, I'm going to kind of have a little wild of a schedule for the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm definitely coming back and doing more, but it just takes a little bit longer just because of all the traveling um, from the UK to Australia and just the sheer amount of retreats that we've got going on right now. Um, But um, it's an invitation um, to, to go in. So it's an invitation to go in. It's an invitation to, we say we want to open to our fullness, but are we willing to do what it takes to get there? That's the question. And As soon as you say yes, you will find all of it changes. All right, so much love to you, my dear friend, and I will be seeing you somewhere, somehow, shortly.